Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Expect slightly higher temperatures here on your Thursday, but also expect a rather gray day. Mostly cloudy skies will rule, and we could even have a few spotty showers around the area. This morning, temperatures 28 to 34 degrees. Not seeing any rain out there right now, but there might be a shower or two by early afternoon. Best chance of rain tonight through Friday morning. Meanwhile, our temperatures will top out between 55 and 60 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Well, the region this early morning, we are looking at 35 degrees in Georgetown, 30 buoy, 33 in Leesburg. We're at 36 and holding in our nation's capital. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up this early Thursday morning on WTOP. What's happening in the case of the chase involving the stolen Maryland State Highway truck? I'm Kate Ryan. The Sterling Volunteer Fire Company still answering the call following Friday's deadly blast. I'm Dick Iuliano. The gas explosion that destroyed a daycare also forced residents of this nearby Women's Services building to move out. I'm Scott Gelman. It was a mixed day across the board on Wall Street. Asian stocks have been trading higher this morning. Good morning. Welcome in. Two o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz. 33-year-old ballerina Ksenia Karolina has been arrested in Moscow and charged with treason for sending about $50 to a charity in Ukraine. Can the U.S. help her? Here, CBS's Ed O'Keefe. The issue here will be the fact that she is a Russian citizen in addition to a U.S. citizen. And so being able to figure out whether there's any way to declare her wrongfully detained, which is that legal standard that the State Department uses when trying to get back an American citizen, uh, could be harder because to break another country's laws, whether the United States agrees with them or not, uh, is to break that other country's laws. President Biden has canceled student loans with a balance of less than $12,000 for about 153,000 borrowers. And CBS's Nancy Cordes says the president isn't done. He's not tackling it the way he wanted to with a much more massive sweeping program. Instead, he's doing it piece by piece because the Supreme Court threw out his last plan. But this is the latest piece he's unveiling. 
and we're told there will be more down the road. Borrowers must have been making their payments for at least 10 years. Fertility doctors in Alabama are still trying to determine what impact an Alabama Supreme Court ruling will have on them. The court ruled 7-2 to two that embryos can be considered children under state law as opposed to property. CBS's Meg Oliver says for now, Alabama's largest hospital has paused all in vitro fertilization treatments. A statement to CBS News, the University of Alabama says it is saddened, but we must evaluate the potential that our patients and our physicians could be prosecuted criminally or face punitive damages for following the standard of care for IVF treatments. An American sailor based in Japan is accused of giving classified information to an employee of an unnamed foreign government. CBS's David Martin has details on the charges from the Pentagon. Chief Petty Officer Bryce Pettisini started passing classified documents to the foreign government in November of 2022 and was arrested in Yokosuka, Japan, after he allegedly attempted to communicate photos of a computer screen displaying classified information. The extradition hearing in Great Britain for WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange has concluded. Assange is asking the High Court to allow him a new appeal. CBS's MTS Tayab reports from London. Now, if the judges presiding over the case refuse to allow Assange to appeal against his removal from the UK, he will be extradited in a matter of days. And if convicted, he could face a sentence of up to 100 in 75 years. Assange faces 18 espionage charges in the U.S. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay, and benefits? Go to progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage Nasal Care. Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA, FSA eligible. So Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navage today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navage is available online at navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. WTOP News Time, now 2.04. Good Thursday morning. Welcome to WTOP. Glad you're with us this early day. We should see clouds diminish by daybreak, becoming partly sunny, a high of 50 degrees, according to Veronica. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your early Thursday morning, 2 a.m. hour. Our top local story this hour as we roll into this morning together. We begin with an update this morning to last Friday's wild chase and crash through two local Maryland counties during rush hour. WTOP's own Kate Ryan has looked through the state court documents in the case on the charges against the suspect accused of stealing a highway help truck and ramming it that day into several cars. As investigators say, he tried to get away. Cesar Lanusa of Laurel is still hospitalized after Maryland State Police 
say he was injured sometime between the crash that occurred at the Greenbelt Metro Station Friday night and when he was arrested for stealing a Maryland State Highway Administration chart truck. Lanusa led police on a chase from Prince George's to Montgomery County, where he was arrested in the White Oak area. According to police, he hit 13 vehicles during the course of that chase. Charges include reckless driving, speeding, and driving without a seatbelt. Once he's out of the hospital, he'll make his first court appearance, and state police said Friday he could still face additional charges. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. You can see video of last week's chase and crash a click away at our website, WTOP.com. 205 on WTOP. Meantime, you may remember hours after that crash ended in another part of our region locally, the ground shook as a house blew up and killed a volunteer firefighter in Sterling. It all happened after firefighters went to a house to check out the smell of gas. Nine firefighters with the Sterling Volunteer Fire Company in Loudoun County were injured. With the usual complement of volunteer and career firefighters, the Sterling Park and Cascade stations continue to provide full 24-hour coverage after Friday's house explosion. Other folks are stepping up to the plate, staffing those units. Loudoun County Fire Chief Keith Johnson says career firefighters staff stations during the day, a mix of volunteer and career staff at night. I have 759 career employees, and then there's over 1,200 uh, volunteers. So altogether, we have about 2,000 what we call Loudoun County Combined Fire and Rescue System members. Three of the four hospitalized volunteer firefighters have been released the fourth, a public school teacher, continues to be treated for burn injuries. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. From now to March 30th, MGM National Harbor invokes your skills to play Covert Cash, a spy-themed kiosk game series where classified missions, hidden rewards, and daily thrills await. Sign up for MGM Rewards to play and unlock up to $25,000 in hidden free play daily and entries into our grand escape car drawing on March 30th. Visit MGMNationalHarbor.com slash Covert Cash to begin your mission. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. We all have autocorrect on our computers. But your drive home can have autocorrect, too. With WTOP traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. Delays building rapidly on I-95 through Fredericksburg. And Sean Anderson and Ann Kramer with all the news you missed while at work. We can't help you if you accidentally hit reply all on that feisty email response. (gasps) Oh, no. But we can help you get home sooner and safely. Afternoons from 2 to 7 on WTOP News. Facts matter. WTOP at 208. Driving your weather on the gates and when it breaks. Good morning to Ken Berger at the WTOP Traffic Center this hour. Thank you, Dean. Uh, some delays remain on uh, southbound uh, or westbound 695. This is because of the accident near exit 2. A couple of vehicles involved are still waiting for tow trucks and just a brief delay on the bridge, the uh, freeway bridge over the Anacostia River. I had a work zone reported in Virginia down by US-1 in Spotsylvania County on 95. That has been cleared and not seeing uh, any major delays either side of 95 between Springfield or Fredericksburg, though you still have the work zone southbound 95. This is on the approach to Lorton Road coming south of the Fairfax County Parkway. You'll see it over on the far right side. In the city, uh, D.C. Water reports a water outage. So while uh, water main repair going on affecting Chillum Place northeast between First Place and Peabody Street, also Peabody Street between Chillum and First Places, the roadways are open. Just be aware of the ongoing repair activity on northbound D.C. 295 after Burroughs Avenue, left lane getting by the work zone, but no major delays. Also on northbound uh, Baltimore, 
Washington Parkway near the Beltway in Prince George's County. Left lane getting by that work zone, but all the delays past Greenbelt Park have cleared out. At the Bay Bridge, the eastbound span is shut down. Two-way operations on the westbound span. Want to test an electric car? Plug into fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitzway. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Clouds have been increasing. We'll have mostly cloudy to cloudy skies here on your Thursday. And while there could be a spotty shower late morning to early afternoon, your best chance of rain will be your Thursday overnight through Friday morning. Temperatures starting out between 28 and 34 degrees. We'll have afternoon temperatures between 55 and 60. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. On the region right now, we are looking at 31 degrees in Rockville, 36 Ashburn, 30 Fort Washington this morning. And right now, we have exactly 36 degrees in our nation's capital. WTOP News Time, now 210. But we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. We check in now with Jeff Claybaugh. Minutes from the Fed's last rate meeting reinforced the likelihood rate cuts won't start until later this year. Luxury home builder Toll Brothers says orders are up 40% from a year ago. The average price of a Toll Brothers home that sold last quarter was more than a million dollars. D.C. has more one-person households than any other city, 48.2%. The Dow finished Wednesday up 48 points. The S&P 500 up six. The Nasdaq lost 50. Jeff Playboy, WTOP News. Asian stocks have been mainly higher this morning. WTOP at 210. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. A gentle breeze blows across your face. As you take a refreshing sip of water, appreciating the stillness of another morning fishing on the lake. The distant gurgle of a stream reminds you of days spent playing in the creek, the cool, clear water rushing between your toes. You love this time with nature, the feeling of putting everything on hold to connect with the world around you. Now, imagine it's all gone. No fish, no lake, no water. One of life's most vital resources, irreplaceably depleted. Time is running out to protect fresh water, and without our love, it can and will disappear. It's our choice. Love it or lose it. Help protect our fresh water. Visit World Wildlife Fund at wwf.org love. This is WTOP News. Trump is elected for a second time later this year. He is proposing some very strong changes right now to immigration policy that critics call radical. The former president is pledging now to immediately launch the largest domestic deportation operation in American history, using military planes and bases to round people up and kick them out. This morning, Isaac Arnsdorf, national political reporter at the Washington Post, joins our Dimitri Sotis for a closer look at all this. So the idea is really this is something that uh, that President Trump and 
his top advisor on immigration, Stephen Miller, very much wanted to do in the first term and weren't able to because of litigation and resistance within the Department of Homeland Security and the Department of Defense, uh, which when they wanted to detain migrants on military bases, said that that would compromise troop readiness and they weren't okay with that. So they're thinking about ways now, if Trump comes back into office, where the lesson that they learned is they've got to move a lot faster. They've got to not worry about what's going to get held up in court and they've they've just got to got to hit it and uh, also appoint people throughout the administration who are going to carry out those uh, those orders and impulses from Donald Trump rather than try to restrain them. Is this legal? It will certainly get challenged in court. What we focused on in our reporting was much more the logistical components of it. So, you know, if you kind of set aside what judges might do, which is kind of hard to predict, and also, you know, in a scenario where the president, which is what they're talking about doing, where the president invokes a lot of emergency powers, saying that it's an invasion and a national security crisis, uh, you know, you potentially have judges who are reluctant to be second-guessing that in the middle of operations. So we really focused on what are the more practical, logistical, operational considerations. And Stephen Miller has has worked these through and has talked about them. So one constraint on on doing this with millions of people is uh, manpower in ICE. Uh, there there aren't enough agents. So he's talking about deputizing the National Guard, including in Democratic control states. If those governors don't want to let their National Guards be used for that purpose, he's talking about using the National Guard from neighboring. Republican-controlled states. And then the the other constraint that, that he's thought about is, so if you arrest a whole lot of people, there's a question about where to put them, where to hold them while they're being processed and prepared to be removed. And there aren't adequate shelter spaces that ICE currently has. So Stephen Miller is talking about, and other Trump allies are are talking about building out holding facilities in the form of tents or camps. This sounds, uh, one word might be apocalyptic, certainly not within the, the parameters that we're used to as Americans, although one could go back to World War II, for example, and think about the Japanese internment camps as perhaps one parallel. Did your mind go there or, or somewhere else? Is there anything in our history that's similar to what they're proposing? Well, the historical model that Trump himself points to is a 1954 operation by the Eisenhower administration, which takes the name of a, a very offensive racial slur for Mexicans that I won't say on the radio. Um, but that is the model that he's pointing to, which resulted in uh, kind of mass raids at, at agricultural and industrial facilities, facilities, rounding people up, herding them onto trains and boats and planes, and in, in some cases, abandoning them in the desert, leading to, to multiple documented deaths. And the estimates, but what Trump is talking about doing now would be a much larger scale than that. The best estimates from that were, was that it was maybe a few hundred thousands, and whereas Trump is talking about doing this on the scale of millions. That is Isaac Arnsdorf, national political reporter at the Washington Post, in a conversation with our Dimitri Soto. Quick look at the top stories Thursday morning we're following on WTOP this early hour. President Joe Biden cancels more than a billion in student loan debt for some borrowers. Days after Alabama's Supreme Court rules frozen embryos are in fact children, a major hospital now in the state pauses IVF treatment. For some people around here on the roads last Friday night is something they'll never forget, that stolen highway help truck. Remember that? Weaving all over traffic, smashing into other cars, even police cruisers. WTOP has an update this morning on the suspect for you. Stay with us for more in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com.
What is dedication? The thing that drives me every day as a dad is Dariana. We call him Day Day for short. Every day he's hungry for something, whether it's attention, affection, knowledge. And there's this huge responsibility in making sure that when he's no longer under my wing, that he's a good person. I want him to be able to sit back one day and go, we worked together, we did a good job. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Good Thursday morning, February 22nd. Glad you're with us. 217, an update on traffic and weather a minute away. Don't go away. Stay up to date with WTOP News and 7 News First Alert Weather. United Bank has a long history of safe, sound, and secure banking practices, providing customers in our region peace of mind for decades. This commitment earned United Bank the title of most trustworthy bank in America by Newsweek this year. With a responsive team, local decision-making, and personal service, United Bank is proud to be the community bank of the nation's capital and the most trustworthy bank in America. To learn more, visit bankwithunited.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Thursday morning, February 22nd. Welcome to WCLP. Thanks for starting your early morning with us. Time now is 2.18. On WCLP, we bring you traffic and weather on the 8s. When it breaks, Ken Berger's with us this morning in the WCLP Traffic Center. Had some congestion on the westbound side of the 695 because of the accident near exit 2. Looks like that crash pretty much all gone and the delays mostly gone as well. Uh, not seeing any major delays otherwise on the freeway between 14th Street and the 11th Street Bridge. 3rd Street tunnel wide open in either direction as you make your way north of the freeway to New York Avenue and back. Dealing with the work zone, northbound DC 295 after Burroughs Avenue, left lane getting by, then northbound Baltimore Washington Parkway and Prince George's County right at the Beltway. Left lane also gets by. Uh, the earlier delays past both of these work zones have ended. In Anne Arundel County, eastbound 50 at the Bay Bridge, that eastbound span is shut down. Two-way operations remain in place on the westbound span. 100 westbound between Telegraph Road and Aranda Mills Boulevard, right lane blocked. 175 eastbound between Milestone Parkway and Ridge Road. The lanes are closed on the eastbound, spi- uh, eastbound side with two-way operations on the westbound. In Virginia, Virginia had a work zone westbound 50 around the Beltway. That has been cleared in Falls Church. However, still dealing with some road work going on at the Roosevelt Bridge, affecting either side of 66. Uh, other than that, uh, no major work zones either side of 66, uh, with the exception of near uh, Spout Run Park, where you'll find a lane getting by. Other than that, no major work zones on 66 inside or outside the Beltway. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Expect slightly higher temperatures here on your Thursday, but also expect a rather gray day. Mostly cloudy skies will rule, and we could even have a few spotty showers around the area. This morning, temperatures 28 to 34 degrees. Not seeing any rain out there right now, but there might be a shower or two by early afternoon. Best chance of rain tonight through Friday morning. Meanwhile, our temperatures will top out between 55 and 60 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. All around the region right now, we're looking at 31 degrees in Manassas, 35 Metro Center this morning. We're at 35 in Frederick, Maryland, and we're at 36 and holding in our nation's capital. Brought to you on WTOP by me because we're not sponsored. It's 220. We've got more right after this. 
Jack Frost is a slippery character. <laughs> With a nasty bag of tricks. Sleet and snow. Freezing rain and the big bad blizzard. Don't let him fool you. Depend on WTOP for traffic and weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8s. A winter weather advisory has just been issued. A lot of side streets remain unplowed. You'll know how to dress the kids to deal with Jack Frost. And you'll know when you can hit the road, Jack. WTOP News. Facts matter. Your projects begin here. The Capital Remodeling Garden Show, February 23rd through 25th at the Dulles Expo Center. Three days only for great deals, new ideas, and practical advice with trusted local experts to make your dream home a reality. Don't miss Kevin O'Connor, host of the award-winning PBS series This Old House, and step into spring with inspirational displays from top local landscapers. From kitchens and baths to flooring and more, don't miss the Capital Remodeling Garden Show. Buy tickets early and save at CapitalRemodelingGarden.com. WTOP News Time 221. Welcome in. You're listening to WTOP News. Here at home, Maryland lawmakers are proposing a bill that would actually allow authorities to prosecute people who threaten or harm election officials in the state. The Protecting Election Officials Act of 2024 would make threatening an election official a misdemeanor punishable by up to three years or a fine of up to 2500 Legislation comes as threats now against election officials, we're told, have been rising across the country since 2020. In fact, 14 states have passed similar bills to protect election personnel. Thousands gathering locally at the Virginia State Capitol in Richmond this week for the state's sixth annual March for Life. Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin and Lieutenant Governor Winsome Earl Sears were in attendance. They called on state lawmakers to pass legislation restricting access to abortion in the Commonwealth. Meanwhile, Democratic majorities in both the House and the state Senate have passed several bills aimed at protecting women who seek abortions. Stay tuned. There's been an arrest now, we're told this morning, after somebody broke into a Secret Service limo. That happened last year. The vehicle was being used to protect a member of the first family. It happened last November. Now the Secret Service has charged a 19-year-old D.C. man in the break-in of an agency SUV that was parked outside of first granddaughter Naomi Biden's house. Court documents say a police vest, night vision goggles, and chemical sticks were taken, among other items. A responding officer fired his service weapon after being nearly hit by a stolen getaway car. Investigators identified the suspect, Robert Kemp, by relying on surveillance footage and a McDonald's receipt that was found in the getaway car. ABC News National Correspondent Stephen Portnoy this morning. A Washington Gas works to replace as they do the old gas lines in D.C. because of all the gas leaks we've had recently. There's a call now for the work to be paused and the projects closely examined. The call is coming from the D.C. People's Council, an independent city agency which represents utility users. They cited a spike in gas leaks over the last 10 years despite Washington Gas's project pipes moving into its 10th year. Washington Gas now needs $682 million more for the next phase, which if approved would mean rate hikes. Safety is paramount, but we had to make sure that we do this in a way that is uh, cost efficient to ratepayers. Lawrence Daniels, director of litigation for the People's Council, says the other concern shared by many members of council, too, is replacing pipes. It's very expensive, and it's also it's going to be for a network that is going to be phased out. As the city moves toward a more electric future, D.C.'s Public Service Commission needs to approve the investigation. Mike Marillo, W. WTOP News. In a statement to WTOP this week, Washington Gas says it takes its obligation to provide safe and reliable service seriously and also says it is reviewing and will respond to the agency's petition as needed. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. WTOP and 7 News First Alert Weather. Up to the minute forecasts you can count on. No matter who we are, 
or where we come from, we all experience difficulties in life. Military veterans know that sometimes it takes strength and determination to make it through. Whether it's physical challenges or struggles on the inside, it takes strength to ask for help when you need it. Learn how veterans like us have reached out for help and hear stories of strength and recovery at maketheconnection.net. Somewhere in the night. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. The WTOP Traffic Center. Tracking the top trouble spots. The biggest backups. The major incidents. The slowest traffic. WTOP Traffic. Every 10 minutes, on the 8th, and when it breaks. At this very moment, Doctors Without Borders is on the ground in communities around the world, delivering life-saving medical care where it's needed most. Our teams are bandaging war-wounded patients caught in the crossfire in Sudan providing clean drinking water in Haiti, and performing emergency C-sections in Yemen. Doctors Without Borders teams are in over 70 countries worldwide, bringing patients from sick to recovery. 